1: Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin uh, of uh, Essex Shire. Uh, joining me uh, via the means of Zoom, co host, um, co, I don't know, what else are you? Co-creator, co-, Co-creator. co creator, co creator, um,
2: co co genius, I would say.
1: All oh, well. right, so, theoretically, then that's you saying I'm a genius as well, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, just, to pick, just, to, cut, uh, just to pick you out, I don't know if, um, where you, you said Essex, but I think that have disowned Grace has been disavowed from Essex now, mate, because it's such a dump. I think mean, that's
1: what they've done. Wouldn't surprise me, it literally yeah. is a dump because the uh, the dustbin men are still on strike, so oh, uh, no
2: way oh, they're,
1: they're un- until uh, June now. So, um, yeah, it's like, like where I live is starting to sort of look like. Now, when you see them, that kind of retro footage of like the strikes in the 70s where there's mm. just like rubbish everywhere, it's kind of looking like that. But what we've also got now is a big uh, sort of pandemic of uh, of foxes. So they're just pulling it apart everywhere. <laughs> oh, so geez, there's literally that. just nappies and stuff like that just scattered all over the road. It, oh, makes, man. it makes my morning run a very, very <laughs> nice uh, experience. You know
2: what, though? All that and all the raw meat and that from the bins is probably um,
1: it's probably enhanced the smell. <laughs> It? It, uh, Christ, it does, it still smells of uh, of arse. Um, well, thanks for joining us today. Um, t- if this is your first time listening, I'd like to say that genuinely, uh, generally, we um, start this podcast in a more professional style, that'd be a lie, um, it is generally as uh, unprofessional and haphazard as what you've just heard, um, but just to give you a heads up on what you can hear um, for the rest of this episode and previous episodes um, is Chris and I uh, picking a a subject topic uh, and then counting down a top five and sometimes we have guests today we have a guest Uh, sometimes it's just Chris and I and we just have a a little chat about a top five and it could be anything anything really you know we've done some real random ones and uh, and some real obvious ones and what you get is uh, is a couple of knobheads just uh, laughing and, and talking shy. And occasionally we get serious. Yeah, occasionally. But
2: it's only me and you are the knobheads. Like our guests aren't knobheads because you're slacking off our guests before they've even said anything.
1: Yeah, do, fair enough. So. Right. A- I mean, should we take a quick um, yes. breather and, and introduce our uh, sponsors and say thank you to them? Let's do that. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall.
2: Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have.
1: It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it.
2: Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars in your current garage. I... For one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being M.O.T. because I forgot, so it's a bit of a lifesaver.
1: Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Providence. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Providence check on the vehicle. With just the car, Reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee.
2: I wish I'd had that in the past, and... And with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that.
1: I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning?
2: And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay-as-you-go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course
1: download the app for free search moto recall in your app store m-o-t-o-r-e-c-a-l-l moto recall in your app store uh hello this is uh Childs, um chas from love beer uh and and i'm here to tell you about why i sponsor uh hardcore Listen and what what love beer.co.uk does uh I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to Keg Supply. I also... Offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just (laughs) want to also
2: let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician.
1: Also, why I'm here... Have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3? that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3B H3 is a custom-built,
2: high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, EggFried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims.
1: It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to EggFried.com and and have a look on the website because it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team... Over there, absolutely on point. There's just some, some great stuff there. And, and not just for adults as well. They've got Small Fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code. Right, Chris?
2: Yes, egg salad. If you type egg salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com.
1: Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? (laughs) No, it's really not. Right, we're going with (laughs) it, we're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a a longtime sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does?
2: Yes, it's all about fresh interview production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging, and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've they've worked with a lot of companies.
1: It consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums?
2: Stop talking him out of it. Right lovely stuff well there you go there's our sponsors uh thank you much thank you very much for all of those guys and i think it's probably about time we introduce our our guest today um today's guest is and uh, actually um i met on a on a contract on a work contract um and uh come across the show um thought oh what's glasson doing here had a listen and actually now listens which um for his sin so it's uh it's a, a good friend of the podcast kevin putman
3: morning jokes how, how you doing yeah you're all right
2: I'm good, thanks, matey. Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. Glad to have good. you on. It's been a while. We've been threatening yeah. to have you on for a while, um, but it's really good to have you on.
3: Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I've, I've, yeah, been listening since, since day dot, since the first one. Sorry. And um, yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. It's, <laughs> just a glutton for punishment, I think. But um, no, it's uh, yeah, like Chris said, you know, we met on a contract a few years back and um, sort of stayed in touch mainly a little bit via Facebook. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just saw, saw he started this podcast. I thought, oh, I'll give it a while. And uh, yeah, here we are. What is what it, it, three s- years later, two years later?
2: Yeah, God, I think it's like three now, over three. Um, yeah. So over three. yeah, it's, it's oh, time's flying. Which means we worked together, God knows how long ago, mate. And when, about five yeah, years. Yeah, like Stu, we worked um, uh, in a bomb-proof building, basically, <laughs> and just in a little room in a bomb-proof building. <laughs> And is that uh, that
1: place that you said at home where you keep your hard drive
2: that's yeah that's <laughs> it basically yeah <laughs> kev was in that ring with me
3: um, so, yeah. oh right um, that was that like, it was a cross between yeah it was like a, a nuclear fallout shelter in a prison it was horrible wasn't <laughs> yeah, it
1: yeah yeah with with rats complimentary rats yeah
3: complimentary rats
1: Was that the one when I phoned you, you
3: couldn't get a signal?
2: That's it. I was going to say that, and I thought, I wonder if you remember that, Stu. But when you used to phone me, I didn't have any signal. Yeah. because I was basically manning manning a massive anti-aircraft gun.
3: (laughs) Chris Chris used to pretend that the only place he could get signal was outside the girls' toilets. (laughs) But I was there so often.
1: So, sorry love it's the only place got a really important yeah. call let me look sorry
3: you're gonna be, <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be trying,
2: i'm going to have a piss <laughs> <laughs> so i mean this Like, i said to Stu yesterday kev right that um it's funny because like i we used to have a good laugh and you know it's like there's lots of people who work in those buildings and uh, you do get on with everyone there's but you don't always like not to a point where you know you're really properly laughing at their jokes and i, I really enjoyed like hanging out with you and stuff like that and uh it was it, like I'd been working on contracts for a few years at that point, I think. And before that I was at the Ombudsman when I was always getting into trouble because I was like mid twenties and like, I was just reckless. I was a hard worker, but we know what my mouth's like. And it, it run me into countless trouble at the Ombudsman. And oh, uh, all right,
1: Johnny Knoxville. And fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you got a list of celebrities you're going to compare me to? <laughs> Um, reckless so, and, and after when i went into the contracting world i think i would learned all my lessons you know like after when i moved into the contracting world i sort of like i i not really, i've not put a foot wrong in terms of like finding myself on the wrong end of a disciplinary or something like that and then this happened yesterday during a zoom meeting so i thought i'd bring it up at the start because while I'm so i was so excited for while this while i was on this zoom meeting kev i text you while sweating Like saying, you've got to remind me if I forget to tell you this. But I've not had any sleep over what I said on this Zoom meeting. So it's it's still in. So basically I had a Zoom meeting yesterday and um, I had a catch up with it's it's 4.30 on a Friday. You know, work's a bit thankless at the moment. It's a bit hard going. And I had a meeting that I really had like for the first like 20 minutes of it. I was like, I've got no point being here. This isn't my realm.
1: How many were there?
2: Uh, it was only five people, thank God. um but they were all three of those five people were super senior i e they they pay they they pay me basically, they sign off all the bills on the contract. and when this chap started he he always starts with a few jokes and they're mm. kind of dad jokes, but they're funny, right? and um yeah, I, you know I'm in work. i'm not gonna be like I, i'd make an effort to you know have fun if someone wants to have fun. Anyway, he says one joke and it was something like, how do you know if I was sorry about a penguin? And it was quite funny. And I laughed. And then he said, right, I've got another one for you. So we went, Oh, go on. Then. And he went, how do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? And in my little head, like, I didn't think this was the floor of my thinking. I didn't think of any alternatives. I just heard thought of one thought. Oh, that's quite reasonable. Hmm, Sounds a bit racist, though. But oh, it's probably the only one. So without any more thinking, I said, yeah, I think I know what it is. And he went, OK, go on. And I said, uh, look for the men in black. And um, he went, no, look for the Fresh Prince. And then I just thought, is everyone on this uh thing think i was like trying to point out that will smith is black and the only way you'd find him in a snowstorm is because he's black and i just sort of like after he said look for the fresh prints, and i thought i just had started having like a, like, a fucking personal meltdown thinking
1: tell you know, me like, tell me you didn't go about that joke earlier no i didn't and you know watched you.
2: it took everything in me not to try and dig myself out of that
1: because you would was, have got in deeper.
2: I know. Like I set my head saying, look, what I meant by that is he's wearing black. So it's, there's just no way you can... I had to just fucking take it on the chin. And then what's worse is this
1: guy... What's can, worse is you didn't think, look, for the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince is the first thing that come into my head. Oh, oh, well done. Well done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Louis C.K. That's, that's been <laughs> in, in every... Like, Cracker jokes oh, no. at Christmas for the last ten years, oh, Chris. Come on,
2: for fuck's sake! I wish we got a decent cracker. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. getting that bad a cracker that you don't even get that funny? Did you does?
1: get the Did you get the Basil and racist edition Christmas
2: oh, crackers? Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, like I told Molly, I was like, it is funny, but I was so like, as soon as I said you look for Fresh Prints, I was like, they're gonna think I'm some sort of like crazy racist. Now I like an inappropriate joke as much as the next man, but a lot, what upset me was like um i said to molly if they fire me that's fine if they think i'm racist i'd be so ashamed do you know what i mean yeah because it was like literally it was literally the first thing that came in my head i didn't really give it much thought, and i just said it and i i just like oh my god it was fucking awful and then what's worse is he went um yeah well we uh, in last week i i had been in a meeting with our uh, diversity lead last week he's a he's a he went, yeah, he's really involved in the Black Lives Matter movement, and I was thinking, why have you got to say that? Like, like it just... So to me, it made me think he definitely thought I said something racist.
1: Right? You, I mean, let, like as much as normally when you've got a bit of anxiety, I love to just fan the flames and make you feel like shit. Right? You didn't say anything. No, wrong of course about. not. No, of course no, not. not. You know full well that you just said men. In black, yeah, right, yeah, and that yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. obviously, a, 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 you know, a, yeah, a, 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 an answer which yeah. is, uh, you know, a stab in the dark and in a snowstorm, but, snow but that's not right. a, that
2: is an absolute Larry David, Kirby and Fury, yeah, he it would really try and, is. he would try digging himself <laughs> out of that, yeah. so would a Ricky Gervais. And I thought, I'm not making that mistake, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna dig myself, but then after I spoke to Molly, my brain, part of my brain went. What happens if you didn't say many black? Because sometimes you say things and you confuse the orders and you don't know and people have to point out, what happens if you said, look for the black man? And that was like just literally as I was nodding off last night and then I was just staring at the (laughs) ceiling thinking, oh, God, please. Because I've got a particularly great memory. And to think that, I know I'm pretty guaranteed that I didn't say that, but that paranoia slipped into my head now and I'm like, oh, God. I'm probably going to get my, one of my other managers on Monday and go. How'd you uh, making racist jokes on Friday? So yeah, that's that is the catastrophe. Can I? Um.
3: Oh, go on, Chief. no, go on, Kev. No, I was just going to say, can I? I wouldn't, um, I've got a sort of similar embarrassing, oh, really?
2: work brilliant
3: thing. So you know, when, this is a few years ago now. Um, you know, when you join a new company, they often do that thing, like tell us some. You know, go around the table, tell us yeah. some facts about yourself, blah blah yeah. blah. I think this was my last employed job before I started contracting, <laughs> and I can't even remember where I heard it. It was probably on some stand-up show or something, and um, they it came around to me and they said, uh, you know, give us two facts about yourself. And I said, and we'd all been chatting before, and it was that sort of fairly young youngish crowd, and the 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 um, the person taking the induction seemed like a laugh. That's right. I'll try it out. It might go down a storm. So um, I said, OK, well, first fact is my um, my erect penis is the length of free Argos pens. The second fact is I'm now banned from Argos. <laughs> and it was stone cold sight, so like, like literally nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I was like, Oh, no, I've totally misjudged the situation. But then it was like, <laughs> So when we when we took a break, it was like, should I go and talk to the, the um you know to the to the lady to the induction? Yeah, it was a lady um who's in the induction. But I I just didn't. I was like, no, because it's just I'll just keep digging and keep digging and I'll yeah, like it was um yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's you a great just like it. It it, I, brilliant. I can't remember who I can't remember who I've seen that somewhere, but I
2: can't yeah, remember it was. It's, it's, it's
3: probably like someone like Gervais or yeah, someone like that, but yeah, yeah. I was just like yeah, the just totally is, misread the
1: situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, when you ever misread a situation, every inch of you wants to go, no, 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 no that's not what I meant. Like, it, 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 oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and, and However you try, you're just going to make it worse. Like, I always just think, right, hang on. What I said wasn't that bad, if it wasn't that bad. And like, and just exactly. like, in, in what you said, because if you... If you found the flames of that and would have gone, look, regarding that men in black uh, answer to your joke, I hope no one thought like, because then that, that it, it just brings more attention to it. And I think mm. you, you, you're you far in, in a far better place if someone goes, Chris, about what you said there, you'd be mm. like, well, hang on a minute like, don't for a moment suggest this because yeah. I said that because of this. Yeah, yeah. Certainly yeah. not like that. And if you yeah. know me, you would know that I no. am not yeah. that guy. So don't, yeah. you know, I I think just let it go. And if anyone else wants to make something of them sort of situations, then, you know, then you can uh, answer that with the, you know, your reasons and your legit exactly. reasons. All right. Exactly.
3: Just, just think... flip it straight back onto them and be being the racist. Why would you yeah. think that? Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: why would you think like that? Like, the truth, the, the funny thing is, like, the truth doesn't make a sound like if you like a lot of the time, if you've got to start explaining your way out of a situation, the more guilty you look. So uh, I think age also sort of like you, you learn, you would normally learn that from fucking up hundreds of times as a, as a teenager, as a kid, where you, you're trying to.
1: Maybe two or three hundreds. I mean, that's that's just you speaking now. Now let me explain
2: that a little bit more. Number one occasion was, no, I think, um, yeah, I think you sort of learn to sort of like be like, oh, just take the loss on that one. And and that is really, like, that might just be my own paranoia, thinking that someone thought that. But I can't imagine four people, at least two of those people didn't come off that phone call and went, fucking, you should have heard what this dickhead said. <laughs> and, and and as I said to Molly, it is the first time in over 10 years where I think I've remotely put a foot wrong in the office, you know, and like done anything where I've been like, oh, fucking hell, so... Yeah, God knows what it was like in my mid 20s. Wouldn't like to go back to those times <laughs> constantly wow. walking
1: on landmines. Well, um, anyway, just we should also say that the reason that I've met Kev is through Patreon. Uh, Kev's uh, yeah. one of our supporters over there. Um, although that I did, uh, for about a year think that Kevin Thompson was called Kevin Putman, another one of our and patrons, vice versa. which is uh. Which is quite strange. Um, and so, what I should also just uh, thumb in here: um, if you enjoy uh, these podcasts that you get for free every Monday, then you also get uh, you can also get a extra episode every Wednesday, and you can also watch this very here episode uh, on on a video as well because we put up um, video episodes every week and a bonus episode each week uh, on Patreon. So Patreon is a Kind of like a social media, but it's like a a support, uh, a support social media type thing. Uh, Almost like a kind of crowd funder, that sort of thing. So, if you're like, you know, if you're a fan of the podcast and you want access to another couple of hundred episodes that have never been released to the masses, and like I said, video episodes, and also Scribbles Pip has given us the videos of um, some of the. The celebrity drunk cast where me and Chris was lucky to be thrown in the mix with people like Ramesh Ranganathan and Brett Goldstein and obviously Pippikins himself. Um so yeah, they're all available on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Just thought I'd thumb that in there, Chris.
2: Oh, thumb it in all you want, mate. Shall we um shall we crack on now? Shall yeah. we actually shall we get into Kevin, what is your top five today, buddy? What did you want to come on and uh, discuss?
3: Yeah, um, so I had a, a bit of a think. I've come up with a few that I um you know that I suggested. But um yeah, the one that I've gone with is uh top five things that I've learnt slash discovered through hardcore listing.
2: That is that you must have been racking your brains for that, Kes. Oh,
3: yeah. I uh, just just to make it uh, clear, most of them are from the guests of our call listing,
4: <laughs> not you and
3: Shea. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I'm joking. I think looking at it, most of them are from you and Shea, to Wow, that's amazing
2: considering yeah, yeah. how good a guest we normally have. And we've had scientists on, and yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, not I
1: interested see, in that. But I've just... I presume it's your life advice of things to not do. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've discovered I'm a glutton for punishment. We already discussed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, nice. Um, well, this will be good because it's like, I, when when you said that, I thought that's really interesting because I can't, I think we've recorded so many now, Kev, it's difficult to sort of like keep tabs on what, you know, what, what we you know what What i've learned you know i have to really have a sit down and go through the episodes but we have had great guests on and stuff like that and i've learned things from Stuart. um don't put me on the spot now because you're not <laughs> going to get an example so yeah i'll be i'll be interested to hear what a, li- a listener thinks they've they've learned
3: yeah what what, what i tended to do what i tend like so i used to mainly listen when i was sort of working in the office and stuff like that yeah and you know if you had a guest on or if one ivy either, either one of you two mentioned uh mentioned something that you'd watched that you really liked or listened to i'd just make a little note of it because i've you know if someone's sort of sort of talking passionately about something it kind of it kind you know kind of rubs off on the person listening yeah like you might have had no sort of interest in that subject or that particular thing and then they mention it you're like all right i'll check it out um so that's that's generally sort of what i i I did sort of as i was going through sort of listening to the podcast and some of the things that i've sort of then discovered through that yeah it just become yeah, sort of big i suppose like yeah sort of big parts of my life so wow yes, uh, quite that's,
2: interesting. So, that's so cool man um like that's what a, fu- a functioning human being does i think is like you know uh, there's there's so many times where I've, I've forgot to make a note of something someone said and then i'm like looking for like some new music to listen to and i'm like oh i know someone said, someone said something for me to listen to that I'd really like and then I've got to go message them back or try and hunt it down so yeah I need to take a leaf out of that book Kev (laughs) I bet everybody
1: everybody made a fucking note in that meeting you was in yesterday Chris (laughs) 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 Chris (laughs) Batson
2: racist
0: Selling a little or a lot
3: <laughs> number 5 kev right so um the, the first uh, number 5 is um is quite generic the other four are quite specific so this one's mm. quite generic and it's um seems like a bit of a backhanded compliment but it's uh, other <laughs> podcasts so <laughs> listen Amazing. to your podcast yeah. i've discovered so many better podcasts yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no um so i mean Specifically, uh, and I have to give them a shout out. I know you're sort of loath to to sort of heap too much praise on them. Um, um, no. the distraction pieces, yeah. Podcast with with Scroobius Pip. Um, I'm potentially one of the exceptions to the rule in, in that I discovered that through you guys, as opposed to vice versa.
4: Wow.
3: I'd imagine a lot of people knew Pip stuff, and then obviously yeah. you guys through the Drunk Cast and got into Hardcut. So I was the other way around. That's so crazy. I I met Chris first. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then obviously uh, got into it through that. But um, but as as well as that, there's the uh, like through Brett Goldstein being on your show. Oh, amazing! Wants to be buried with. Yeah, is amazing. It's one of my favourite podcasts. And Stu's episode on that is is great. It's hilarious. Um, and then from there, so it's sort of like even if it wasn't directly hearing it from from you, it was from a someone. Who I discovered from you, if that makes sense. So yeah. then, from listening to uh, Brett, then there's I've, I've discovered like Gossipmongers and Off Menu with uh, what's um, James Acaster and um, let's get the other guy's name. Ed, now. Gamble. Ed, Ed, Ed Gamble. Nice yeah.
2: one. Nice one.
3: Um, Brian Gitt- you know Brian Gittins, obviously uh, through gossip Mongers yeah, and the, yeah. you know the, the little videos and and stuff that you mentioned about him and Brett doing yeah. the recording and yeah. you know just little things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but yeah so just and, and those podcasts are it was literally just on a loop it was kind of like yeah. I just listened from in a row one after another so it'd be like hardcore ah. listening then distraction pieces then off menu then films to be buried with then gossip mongers like just one after another and by the time I'd finished all of them a new episode would be out and it'd be like starting oh, again amazing. It was, yeah it's great and it was um yeah just some of the you know uh, sorry, Stu. I should also mention off the beaten track, which is Thank you. last. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. so, which is just getting the guests you've had on there are just it's just unreal. Yeah, like, man. thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's just it's so good. And um, have you checked out Wolf and Owl yet, Kev? No, 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 no. That, that's and, my that's the okay. Wolf and Owl
1: podcast, which is um, no, okay. Tom Davis and Romish. Uh, right. And I can't recommend it enough. It's it's my 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 go to listen there. And uh and they're quite sort of prolific with their output as well. So there's plenty of it. And it is just if you like a couple of idiots having a right laugh, just taking the piss out of each other, which obviously yeah. you're still here, so you do, <laughs> uh you will really enjoy that because yeah. that it's it's such a great podcast out. That's that's my my tip. Yeah,
3: brilliant, brilliant. Um I think I think with um with the distraction pieces podcast as well the good thing i like with that is that i started off just because there were so many and i was going back through you know obviously i started with i, I look right back to number one i think it was russell brand it was, what, yeah. Yeah, you know what a guess to start off with and i was and, and, you know i love russell brand so straight to that and then i was just picking through like i mean i was like never heard of him never heard of him never heard of him never heard of him so, and then i find someone i had heard of and i had an interest in but then it's it's actually sometimes the ones that you haven't heard of and you listen and you're like oh, right, okay, so you're that person who did this or you're that person who done that because a lot of, like, I don't know, he's had sort of producers and um, writers on and stuff like that. They've probably written or produced or directed some of my favourite shows or TV programs and I just don't I don't, don't know their names until I sort of go in a little bit deeper and, and listen. And, um, yeah, it's just it's I, really, I think, uh, really interesting.
1: I think that's the really good thing about a, a good podcast host um hmm. or present or whatever you want to call it so if I use like Rogan as an example so when I started listening to Rogan I'd be like I oh, always had this fighter on so I'm gonna listen I always had this fighter on so I'm gonna listen on this celebrity that I you know that I know and then before you know it you just think oh hang on a minute I'm listening to Joe Rogan like hmm. and then I listen I don't care who's on there because hmm. I know it's a good podcast and I think obviously it's different with Pitt because he's my pal but when he you know launched the podcast obviously you listen to support your mates uh and then you know i might miss a few and then i'll go back and say like, oh, i'll listen to that one because i know that is but then once you actually get into the the presenter's style and, and and the and the podcast in its essence then i think that's where you find the the, the real good stuff from rather than sort of cherry picking the, the the most famous ones you know on there for me probably to to this day of, of all of the episodes of Pip's on my favorite is still uh Mira uh who was sex trafficked uh and oh, I thought yes. it was uh just yeah an in- in- incredible you know piece of piece of audio mm-hmm. and and you know and it's and as much as you know aside from her bravery telling her story and that the way that Pip handles it is mm. so good and mm. and that's that's i um, let's you know I've blown enough smoke there up his ass so oh I,
2: I think it's a fair shout mate like and, and I'll double down on it I think that um he's very but I, I always rip him for being like a, a sociopath or like um you know a, a, a like he is the true dangerous loner that's the trick that's the trick we've pulled on you all but actually he's so emotionally I think he's a very emotionally kind and sensitive person like for other people's sort of um thoughts and plights and um he's a very smart individual he's very sharp so he can he's quite good at the interview sort of well not interview but having a chat and doing it in a way that gets people to open up and you know asks intelligent questions so yeah
1: his hands are too oh, airy though aren't they
2: <laughs> oh fucking hell. my girlfriend identified a picture of him just through his hands the other day yeah no, actually i'm going back about eight months She went, is that pip i'm like Baby, it's like the, the side, it wasn't even the bit where there was a tattoo, it was like it was the side of a finger. I was like, how can you tell that's him? Like, it's just so hairy.
1: Yeah. yeah. If he had that, if he's if his podcast artwork was like ours, where it's like my two fists over you, like that would literally look like he had two of them little wolf children, like you know, in, in a picture <laughs> with him.
3: <laughs> What's number four, Kev? Uh okay, number four, this is um This came about. I think think this is one of yours, Stu, Um, and it was from the um, Johnny from Menswear episode. Done his top five Bowie tracks. Such a good hit. Um, And Stu, I I, I can't even remember if it was in your top five, Stu, or if it was in his top five, but you mentioned it. Um, And it, and I've watched. I must have watched it hundreds of times and listened to it hundreds, hundreds, thousands of times, possibly. Um, is um, Absolute Beginners. Mm. by that video on YouTube of him doing it at the BBC...
1: With the long hair, when he's got long hair. Oh,
3: mate, it's... it's.
1: I've, I just, was, I've, I've just got goosebumps.
3: Mate, I, I was just about to say <laughs> exactly the same thing, even talking about it. Yeah. Because was was the episode with, with Johnny after he passed away? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Because I remember... I, remember, I think it's probably... I probably paused the... I often do that as well. Is like if I'm listening to podcasts and you mention something, I'll pause it and, and watch the video. You know, if you say, "Oh, you've got to watch this," you've got to watch that. Mm. I watch that, and I was at work, so I was sort of trying to do it on the slide at my desk. And I had to take a minute because obviously he just passed away. I'm not going to sit here and proclaim I'm the I'm a, like the biggest ever Bowie fan, but obviously I know everyone knows him. I love his music, and I I can't believe that I'd never seen this video mm. and he just looked so like happy that's the thing he was just oh yeah and it was just he was just at, so cool and oh, the the strings on that the piano mm. on that is just yeah it just gets me every single time i can't listen to it without getting goosebumps
1: it's so it's, good and it's it's not many people's favorite bowie record no but it's 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 probably mine uh it come from a period i mean that the film was a a bit of a flop and was kind of like mocked yeah. quite a lot um was it a julian temple film possibly uh but patsy, um patsy Kensit in it was it patsy, patsy kens yeah. yeah um uh but the bit of the, because obviously that record starts with like the kind of like the weird little kind of interlude and then you're just waiting for the ba, 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 mm, ooh, yeah. when it kicks and when it kicks in that that video that i'm talking about it it does it's just joyous and and the song is like it's almost sort of sanaatory it's like it's quite a crooning song and it's like it's such a lovely song and oh yeah, yeah. and yeah, i like that, that, that performance
3: incredible does the the, la- the the it's the bit where he's just finished the last chorus as it were and it finishes on the it finishes with an instrumental yeah and he finishes with the um it's absolutely true yeah and as he i'm not even gonna attempt to sing it but as he as he sort of hits that note the strings all kick in the, the piano kicks in and they the, the way they do it on that video is they then let the, the, the noise from the crowd come in and yeah. it's just everyone just gets up and applauds it's a standing yeah. ovation while the song's still ongoing and yeah. you just see him there he's got this massive smile on his face he looks he's got his long hair he looks so cool so healthy and i think it's 2000 so yeah. it's like a good a good while ago. but oh mate when that kicks in i'm just i'm gone i'm just like that's perfection so good i can't Absolutely tell you great.
1: how happy that's made me that someone's oh, actually gone and checked that song out and just got yeah. the same buzz from it that, oh, that that i get excited talking about If that's brilliant
3: oh brilliant yeah no and i um one of my uh, well my uh my brother-in-law um he's he's a massive bowie fan and i i just sent it to him straight away he went he went yeah i've seen this loads he goes but it's it's just amazing it's so yeah. good and again he's he, absolute beginners isn't his favorite song mm. but he just said that performance is just yeah, yeah. i prefer seems,
2: seems like he was putting you down a bit kev because he kind of said oh, i've seen that loads you know like when you share a funny, you know and someone says yeah yeah, yeah.
3: no but... he, he was kind of against oh no oh yeah cheers was, you know he goes I've, I've seen that but yeah cheers yeah cheers <laughs> I'm just messing. Um, I've. This is
2: how... Um, this is what I'm doing. I'm now taking notes <laughs> of your notes.
3: There you go. There's something you've learned through there. Uh. I love the fact that you're taking notes about our podcast from someone else. <laughs> from a listener. It was only a matter
2: of
1: time, <laughs> Stu, wasn't it? It really was
2: only a matter of time.
1: Oh,
3: brilliant. <laughs> In at number three, please, Kev. In at number three... Um, I think this might be something that Chris mentioned. Um <laughs> it was a it was an episode, I can't remember it was like a listener's top five or something. It was quite a while ago, but you were talking about TV shows that you wanted to have be like come back for another series yeah, or revamped. be remade.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And I cannot bearing in mind my sense, my kind of humor
2: yeah.
3: and what I'm into, I yeah. cannot believe I've never seen this. Yeah. Garth Marenghi. Oh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Fucking
2: insane! Oh man.
3: my god, it's that first episode. has got to be one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever seen. It's so yeah, good. Yeah,
2: they went it's out so guns good. blazing. Funny, I thought that cat just said something, and it just <laughs> oh, it is Kev. Isn't it, isn't it? I think it's about time. I, I'm. So, I, I'll probably watch it once every two years now. Like maybe not all episodes but a few of my favorites and that first episode is such a zinger
3: it's so good um because it's the i can't remember the, the the actor's name but he's the he's the it guy from the office isn't he yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> david
3: aad no, no no richard aiardi's oh, no,
1: that's, <laughs> the, that's, that's, a. that's the, a. the it crowd but the <laughs> guy from I... the office <laughs> Who's my favourite character in the office?
3: Oh yeah, yeah
1: he's brilliant in that. You Why they didn't the bring role? him back more, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. just that little interlude. I've s i have oh no, I've seen I've seen um Chuck Norris in Way of the Dragon. <laughs> like <Yeah.
2: laughs> Matt Matt is it Matt Holness? I'm just gonna look it up because before I uh, massacre other names here.
3: Um Matthew, Matthew Holness Hall?
2: and Richard A. D were the ones who created it, yeah.
3: Okay, oh, yeah. And then the other guy as well, he plays his is um his mate, the other doctor, yeah. uh, Sanchez, oh. uh, who's got the you know the really distinctive voice, yeah. does all like the E4 adverts and stuff. I think, but
2: who? Yeah, he's yeah. In, he's in from League of Gentlemen, isn't he? Uh, Matt Berry, is it Matt Berry? Matt Berry, yeah. Yes. It, I yes? did, even though I'm looking at Wikipedia, I remembered that before I saw his <laughs> name. So I just want to just throw that out. I remembered a name, um, and yeah. it's it is fucking amazing. And they, they've all done really good things. Weirdly, Kev. So here's another one for you. That and the one that you liked, Stu, as in um, when Matt's doing that IT guy, who he then done in the office. He also done a similar thing in. Have you ever got? I came across this the other day. and forgot about this. The the comedy sketch show Bruiser. I no, that. no, you're
3: fucking
2: welcome. Right, go and check out <laughs> Bruiser on YouTube and there's loads make of... Make a note of
3: that. Notes. Hang on. Yeah, loads make of a ed- note of that,
2: <laughs> Make a note of my own thing not i un- remembered for
3: once.
2: <laughs> even though I called him David Ayadi, which you're going to be... Te- I'm surprised you haven't text Pip about.
1: I already have. Have you <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Come <laughs> um, yeah, guess, like, guess, <laughs> guess what Chris said. Oh, what a cock.
2: <laughs> um. Bruiser is really good, and it's got fucking loads of your favourite comedians that are even super famous now as well. So like Martin Freeman's in it as well. Um, you're going to see like there's a there's a lot of great comedians in it at like as they're starting out, and um, it's fucking hysterical. And, and Matt Holness plays um, this really pretty much the same IT guy. So you got to go and check it out. It's really good.
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: Uh,
1: Just on something that I'm watching at the moment that that I'm quite enjoying uh, with Martin Freeman in. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's called Startup, um, which they've put on Prime, which is three seasons of it. And it's like a kind of uh, have any of you watched it no 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 like Mark, martin freeman's got quite a questionable american accent in it <laughs> um but yeah it's kind of like an intertwining story of it's all about sort of bitcoin uh yeah and uh but yeah there's there's sort of three partners in it and, and martin freeman's or oh, uh, where i'm at at the moment has just kind of shown himself to be a, an absolute fucking psychopath but uh yeah well, well worth a watch. Re- really enjoying that. Oh. Right? That's that's my current my current watch. Just the fact that you mentioned Freeman, I thought, oh, do you know what, I'll uh, I'll throw that in there. So uh, make a note, cool. Chris. I'll
2: make a note. Start up.
3: <laughs> can uh, I, um, you know what?
2: I am gonna. I am gonna.
3: Can up. I go through some uh, some some of my best scenes, the best things oh, in Off Do it. <laughs> Please,
2: please.
3: The, Do you remember the um, the chase scene on the choppers? <laughs> and he's chasing <laughs> the whole field in. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like the motorbike sounds coming out of the choppers, but it's got like, I don't know, the music reminds me of like the the chase music from Terminator 2 when they yeah. when he's getting chased in the um in the big uh the big HGV and yeah. he's on the bike on the da- and yeah. then yeah. Ayuades comes up alongside him, doesn't he? And they're just pedaling really fast and it's like superimposed on this background. It's so funny, it's so good. <laughs> and in that first episode when uh obviously the woman uh, doctor falls over and he uh, he comes in to see her and uh, she goes they're having a conversation she's in the bed and he go, and she goes oh I'm uh, I'm a psychic and he goes and oh, no, I'm Bo Derek and she goes no you're not he goes you're right I'm not <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i just use sarcasms <laughs> it's just so funny. And then they're having a chat and then at the end he goes he goes come on I'll lend you money for a coffee <laughs> he's such oh, a, I just, come on i'll get you a coffee, you want he, to get a coffee? he's I'll so
2: <laughs> they're so well defined especially garth Merengue. like the character is so well created like he's he always follows up with his like um how tight he is as a human being uh yeah he's always doing that in the hey i owe you one but then you owe me one from one before yeah. so now we're even
3: um it's just a little oh. little commentary over the top as well. So he's introducing all the other, um, the other characters in the first episode. That's uh, Doctor Lucian Sanchez. He's a good friend, but we sometimes have punch ups.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, like this is one thing they never did really on any other scene, but is in the first episode. Like, like I love how they're writing it as like Garth is writing uh, a character for himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, this character is in garth's eyes what a hero should look like and he goes yeah. in and he talks to that kid and the, <laughs> the sick kid talks to the sick kid
3: and was, like, you was, know. Um, is my dad gonna be okay um he's very sick we're doing everything we can but i'm not jesus christ i've learned to accept that <laughs> i've learned to accept that <laughs> and then as he walks out he gets a pay a, a, a pager goes he goes I've, I've got to go he walks out, and then a the over just over the top goes, "Never do drugs." <laughs> I know it's incredible. It's just, it's just it's just genius, and I could not I cannot believe I'd never seen it, and yeah. I've recommended that to so many yeah. people who I know like the same sort of comedy,
2: yeah,
3: and they've just gone like, "What? How did this fly under the radar?" And yeah. like, how did it never get? I suppose it's just it's quite maybe sort of quite niche humor, but I don't know. It's just, it is it's just... hit and
2: miss, ma'am. It is because I've shown it to people like so mm. because I find it so funny. I've, I, I'm desperate to get it on, and then you know, and then I'm watching the first episode. I'm in tears, and then they're like deadpan, and I'm thinking, "Oh, it is. It is like it's hit. It, it can be hit and miss, but for yeah, the people started, it la- yeah. the people it lands with, just absolutely find it like just yeah. epic." Um, yeah. what, what's Thank one God. other thing I was trying to trying to think of from it? Oh, it's gone. There's just so much, but I would would recommend anyone listening who hasn't checked out Garth Marenghi go and Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Mm.
3: It's, it's an an on E four four OD or whatever it's called now.
2: Is it really? Yeah, oh, incredible, yeah. incredible. Yeah, there's a there's a, I think there's been a petition for years to get it restarted, but I think they're just like oh, fucking just going to yeah. leave it there.
3: Lovely stuff, man. What's your number two? Number two. So. Oh could have been my number one this was one of the um one of my other uh top fives i was going to do is my top five episodes of television oh, um which i decided against but this would have been my number one and um so the show again i think Stu maybe got me onto this mentioned it and i think it was one of the drunk casts maybe you were talking about what tv you'd watch this year um inside number nine yeah, that would have
2: been Chris. I don't oh. know. I don't know. I don't know if it was me. Okay,
3: I can't. I can't remember. But it might be. It was I reviewed. But the specific episode, which is again, I, I get goosebumps just thinking about it, is the Twelve Days of Christine, the one with Sheridan Smith.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> That's in half an hour. They've done stuff that people can't do in a you know a. Over a, a season of a, a show.
1: Yeah.
3: It is so good.
1: They're fucking geniuses, though. They really are. They,
3: they are brilliant, aren't they? And I'm... Do you know what? I'm still... Because I've started watching it again from the start because I've started watching it with my wife. So we started back at season one. I, I only got to the end of series two. So there's so many more. And there's there may well be better episodes, although I don't see how there can be. Because mm. this... It's just so good. I don't know. Have you seen it, Chris? Uh,
2: no, I had this. Must be your shoot. I, I have not seen it.
3: Mm. So uh,
2: it's all gone on the notes. So you've seen it, haven't you, sh- you
3: I'm Yeah, sh- I'm sure. Sh- yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. We. I don't want to really want to do any spoilers, but it's, it's. I don't know. It's like it started off as like, is it? Because you never know what you're going to get with with Inside Number Nine. You know, there's always going to be some twists and turns. Might be sinister. You know. And, and it starts off like you think oh is this a horror is yeah it, um is she uh, and then i was convinced all right she's she's having a, a mental breakdown and stuff like this but basically to give the the premise chris is yeah. well it, her name's christine and it's basically her life over 12 years each year, for each year of her life, it's a different month. So it starts in January. Right.
2: Getcha, getcha. On on year one, right? It's
3: February, year two, but and it's like different events in her life, right? Over this twelve months, um, and then it's the, the ending. Honestly, really? even now I'm choking up. It's like it's perfect. So it's, so it's like a dark comedy, basically. But yeah, there's still yeah. elements of comedy in it. Um, but there's it's it's scary. Like there's there's scary scary bits in it when you think, oh my god, you know it's a ghost. You think it's a ghost right. story. There's you know, like you say, there's funny bits. There's bits that will make you cry. Like a dad's suffering from dementia and stuff like that, and it's all sort of emotional. But just the the reveal at the end, I just didn't see it coming until, literally, as she delivered the line. There's oh, this mate. line at the end, and it's. It just, it, yeah, it just capture. It I'm her it's just
1: like Sharon Smith. is incredible.
3: Has she ever been in anything bad?
1: No, it, um,
3: I, I watched. Go on, sorry, what you say? I was gonna say even like I mean I I, I don't mind two pints of lager, but she, even in that she sort of played it. You know, it's 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 sort of pretty sort of basic stuff. But I watched everything. a film with
1: her in um, a little while ago that was written by Joe Brand. Um, called "The More You Ignore Me," uh, and she plays a, 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 a mum that functions in a very unique way. Uh, who's got, you know, serious or mental health issues, uh, and it's she's just phenomenal in it. Like, did you watch the um, the, the the thing she done where she plays Silla Black?
3: No, I didn't see that. No.
1: Like and it was like a three-part thing, you know, that that, that documented sort of Cillebrac's career, but you know, not so much up to you know the eighties, but more about you know her as a musician and, and and you know in Liverpool and that and you know recording with George Martin and stuff. And it was unbelievable. And she sung the songs. And so my YouTube recommendation, Kev, is to Google Sheridan Smith. Uh, anyone who had a heart which is the Burt Bacharach song that Silla Black had a huge hit with which is a fucking beautiful record. And Sheridan Smith, fuck me does she deliver it? It's like Wicked. huge. Her voice is unreal. And yeah, and you know we're recording this at the tail end of you know mental health awareness week and Sheridan Smith has been someone who's been so open mm. and, and honest with her own Battles uh, with, with with her mental health and uh yeah, I I, I definitely think one of the, the the best you know actors out there in, in the definitely. UK at the moment.
3: Even like back in the Royal Family, she was more sort of like a incredible. bit part, wasn't it? She was incredible in that. The um, did she play the uh, was it the the friend of the mum in the Shannon Matthews? Yeah, did you see that? She was yeah, amazing in that. Um, I know. Yeah, she's had sort of some. She's, Definitely had some sort of personal issues and stuff. She was in a West End show, wasn't she? Did she mm. sort of quit that or something? But yeah, I think she's just—I think she's one of those people. You'll look back at the end of her career and just go, "She was, yeah, almost—you know—she'll be up there." I think. Yeah, hundred percent. She carries on doing what she's doing because. percent. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um, but I, I don't know if you—I've—I kind of nerd like geek out on. Shut on uh, things like this. You know, if I really into an episode or something, I'll I'll sort of Google it or go on Wikipedia and stuff. And have you, so as you're going through the episode, there's clues, Stu, about what's what's actually happening. So, like, there's um, things playing over the radio that not necessarily songs, but sounds that yeah. correspond to what happens at the end and uh, things happening out the window that correspond mm. like fireworks night there's like um in, which is the the november part of the story obviously and um basically the, the lights out the window reflects sort of what's happening at the end i'm trying really hard not to give too much away yeah I don't to spoil it for chris but if you go if you, you go oh my god yeah and, we, and it's just you think just little things like that little sort of easter eggs it's just so clever that they drop yeah. them in because they didn't have to be there yeah, but it's just they thought of that as well, and gone back and gone like, if you do this, this, and this, it's it's you're not really good gonna foreshadowing. Notice it. It's good yeah, storyline that you're, as well. Viewers probably not gonna really notice it, and, no. and, and then when you rewatch it, you go, oh my god, yeah, it was telling you all along what was happening. Um, and there's some other amazing episodes as well. So the first episode where they're playing sardines with um, is it Tim? No, is it Tim Key? It's not Tim Key. Who's what's his name?
2: Minchin. The guy he plays just randomly throwing it out there a Tim
3: is it Tim Key I can't remember his name anyway he plays he plays Simon Denton Alan Partridge's yeah it's Tim key. key it is Tim Key isn't it yeah yeah so Tim Key where they're playing sardines um, there's the, the episode where it's all completely silent and they're the burglars. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's
1: so good. I mean, I can't let that go without mentioning uh, Psychic Simon. Have um, you watched the, oh. new, the, the new series of I've Partridge? I've the first
3: two, yeah. The first I've not series.
1: seen Last Night's yet. No, uh,
2: no. Is Partridge back? Shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. There's like, There's been two episodes out. Uh, <laughs> some What's of he the on, best... baby, on the BBC? Yeah, on the iPlayer. Some of the funniest Partridge I've ever seen. Really? Really? Like, and tim key is just fucking brilliant <laughs> like and yeah and, and his episode with pip was a cracker as well
3: oh I, I, yeah i've I, that's because there's so many on pips so i just I've, i haven't listened to them all but i'll have to yeah i'll have to go back and listen to that but yeah it's so good like i thought the first episode of that this time took a little while to get going yeah but this one just straight off the bat that first episode was yeah. it was just so good yeah
1: so good and the Lolly had a had uh, a character like when they just cut to her, just fucking <laughs> brilliant, like just,
3: uh, absolutely like just like, hate fucks him. him off every time, <laughs> doesn't That's she?
1: So good, so good. Um, well, number one, then please, uh,
3: Kev. Yeah, I've got. I've got um, can I can I throw out just a, a couple of honourable mentions? Oh, on she on can. All you yeah, is that can right? And... Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. So. Um, uh honorable mentions the um the subways so ah oh, wow i uh I'd, I'd heard of the subways yeah you were on i heard of them and um I, I you know i knew a couple of their songs but after listening to billy and rowena their episodes they were both fantastic yeah i was like you know what i'm gonna give the subways a go and just for just pure sort of turn it on and you know you don't have to think to uh, it's no no offense to, no. to billy, really but you don't have to think too hard, it's just good rock and roll. Yeah, good rock and roll. Sort of. And I, I went to see him actually off the back of that, you know. I went to see him at um do you know the horn in St Albans? Jew? You heard yeah. of the horn? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: And um, so I went to see him there, lovely, like small little venue, only a you know, a couple of hundred people in there. I was meant to go and see them last year, but obviously it got cancelled. Uh, it's been rescheduled for this year and I can't actually make it because my wife's four uh, year and that was
1: with that was with Art Brute as well wasn't it if yes, I remember right yeah. yeah who
3: again I'd never I'd never heard of and then I saw that they were supporting and my, my mates who I was going with were both fans of Art Brute. They said listen give them a listen. And so mm. yeah I got into them through that as well. Um so yeah I'll tell you the subways um do you remember Colin Murray's episode with um his football was it yeah moments in school uh, y- y-
1: you want some goosebumps mate go on, on youtube and look at what he's oh.
3: that's that's it she that was my thing oh my word I, again i knew the proclaimers for 500 miles from dancing like an idiot and reflex mm. at, at three in the morning <laughs> that song and and when they sing it that's it's that version that the, the, the uh, you know football fans I'm, I'm a football fan to an you know not so much as I used to be, but I, I like football, but fans normally just annoy me. But that is, yeah, pure goosebumps. It's such a lovely song. It's such a beautiful song. If you um,
1: Have you ever seen that on YouTube, Chris?
3: Yeah, like when, when we did it with Colin Murray at
2: the time, I think he'd let us know about that before oh. we di- went through it. So I've watched it. It is incredible.
1: Really There's cool. quite a few renditions, isn't there, on YouTube. Uh, mm. I think the cup final one's probably final the best one. one. Uh, where the commentators are literally just not saying anything, just saying, "Well, listen to this." Yeah. But there's a performance on YouTube of the Proclaimers doing that at Tea in the Park, um, maybe sort of five, six, seven years ago. That seeing young teenagers at a festival on each other's shoulders, tears and just hands in the air singing this beautiful love song from a couple of odd-looking dudes that, you know, aren't your archetypal, you know, pop star. And, yeah, it's it's brilliant. And there's, there's a great BBC documentary on The Proclaimers as well uh, that, that, that go into it. And then as soon as it touches on that song, and that song then went on to become a, a film. You know, there's a film, Sunshine and Leaf, which is which is a great watch as well um oh beautiful what a beautiful yeah. beautiful record and,
3: and, and I sort of compare it to um it's obviously uh it's Hibernian isn't it is it Hibs, Hibs yeah yeah that's so their sort of version of I suppose you never walk alone yeah but I think it just for me it, it's I, it's more emotional because I get that that you know the the Hills you know the, the Hillsborough disaster and everything is, is just absolutely tragic but the the thing with sunshine on leaf is like hibs are they're not a liverpool of these world they're not this massive team and they they won this cup final and it's literally to a to a, a person every single person is singing that song yeah and it's just like that you know they were the underdog and they they're just all brought together yeah it's like yeah it's so good it's, it was just unbelievable again it's just one of those things that i could talk about and just get goosebumps as I talk about it because it's so yeah it's so good. It's that that
1: crowd when you hear a crowd Mm. sing it's like you haven't even necessarily got to be a fan of the song Mm. you know and there's so many things in you know when you watch Glastonbury footage and things like that or sporting events you know when you know you watch you know Chris and I've seen UFC fighters coming out to songs that you know seen like Darren Till coming out to
2: Sweet Caroline.
1: Sweet Caroline. And just hearing the whole of, again, Liverpool, like at that arena, just singing Sweet Caroline. He's yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it's that sense of community, that sense yeah. of people coming together and, and in unison singing. He's, there's something about it. It's evocative. And yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Especially and,
2: following an unpredictable result for yeah. an under, underdog. It is like, it yeah. is this thing of, you know, the thing of uh, dreams, isn't it really? Yeah, yeah. Mag- magical, so
3: good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then just a, a couple of others, I'll, I'll quickly roll out for honorable mentions. Obviously, Decent Beers from Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, <laughs> God. yeah. Um, the uh, the film Journeyman, Stu, that will do it amazing. I won't, uh, the, we'll just not even taking a
2: note, not even taking a note on that one. Phone
3: call scene that's all we need to say about that. That's yeah, amazing. Um, and Chris, one of yours, the, the song from. One of those songs that made you cry, um, Regina Spektor.
2: Oh God, uh, what a great song! Ah, uh, it's beautiful what a it? lovely
3: song. And I made I made yeah. a, a playlist for my wife, just like a, a nice you know nice songs and stuff like that. And I put it on there. She's like, oh, I've never heard this song before. I said, and she was like, I just listened to it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then it's i think it's a grower on her because she's just every, you know she always puts it on and it's just yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's just a lovely song If you told um, her a
2: dangerous loner you got out of yeah. dangerous hands outside like <laughs> <of> girls toilets there's
3: <laughs> nothing romantic about that no exactly um and the final thing um as normal mentioned uh this should really be number one but it's the, the community you guys have um created oh
2: thanks kev oh, yeah cheers, with, that's really nice you mate
3: yes yeah, you know with the, especially with the, the the patreon stuff um it's helped a lot of people out i mean i listened to your episode the other day where you spoke sort of quite openly about your mental health and stuff like that and i have to say i'm i'm probably similar to Stu in in that i've never really suffered that badly with it i've never i've never had depression obviously mm. we all get a little bit stressed with work and a yeah. bit. And obviously, the last couple of years have been pretty bad. And 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 prior to that, um, sadly lost a, a, a sadly lost a, a good friend very suddenly. And oh, okay. just Sorry. you know, just you just see on Patreon, and when we, we do these uh, video ones that we started doing recently, how much it means to people. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the comments from the episode the other day on Patreon. You know. Uh, People who are patrons will be able to see it. But someone on there mentioned that because of you guys talking about it, she's spoken to someone else who's a patron. She's never—they never even met this other person—and they felt that they can talk to them about how they're feeling. And they were saying this stuff they've never told anyone else in their life, but they felt that they can now, you know, tell tell what. For all intents and purposes was up until recently probably a complete stranger but yeah they've just got this com- this community of people you've sort of brought together and they can all sort of like bounce off one another and, and lean on one another sort of if they need to and it's just yeah it's just really nice it's lovely and but like that, I say that should really be my number one but I've got a bit more
2: um yeah but people aren't that important are they and, no, and yeah, but yeah. The, the funny thing is Kev um the community's made that community you know as yeah. much as I just said thank you it really is you guys interacting like we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have any we wouldn't have anything if we didn't have people who bothered to interact and 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 i think we said it on on, on that podcast we're so lucky that like, whenever we meet listen i obviously knew you beforehand but when we meet listeners at shows and that i'm always relieved to think that when you know we the, the sort of people that we pull to come to our shows and not uh, you know people that are nice and caring and yeah we might have um we might Talk about all sorts and fart and shit and all sorts of stuff. As uh, it, it's mad that we've 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 drawn that audience and and that Definitely. audience is a caring one and they care after each other. You know that's li- little to do with what me and Stu uh, we do. That is the community keeping it's, care of itself really in many ways.
1: And mm. I think it was you mentioned the live show. I think the live show was a thing that kind of really started to kickstart that community. Like the first live yeah. show we done, mm. it was one of our long time listeners, Rachel Wells. Mm-hmm. Like, um said that you know she she had to come on and watch the show on her own uh and and I remember then that you know we'd also heard from another couple of people Danny who was a long-time listener uh, and in the end we kind of sort of facilitated like a a meet where everybody that mm-hmm. wanted to sort of come on their own could kind of meet other people that were doing the same and and that felt that felt like you know we've doing something right there. And and then mm. I think that was the kind of early, early parts of like the community coming together of, of and and it's, you know, it's been really, really lovely to see that over like the three years. And the fact that we can now do it on Zoom is brilliant, that we can then now our pals and you know we've got a, a a lovely community of really lovely people. And Kev mm. Thompson.
3: Um, what's your number one? Uh right, so my number one is um <laughs> the butt munch. <laughs> just just for confirm shoot, you do actually mean Kev Thompson. You don't, yeah. you don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't mean me. sake, sorry mate. <laughs> you, mean Kev you mean me. mean uh, no, um so yeah, number one, um yeah, I've gone I've gone quite highbrow for this actually, which is which is strange considering. Um uh, yeah, I've gone for Big Papa J. <laughs> oh he's gonna love that yeah, yeah. oh god that's the oh last thing god. he needs if i mean I, I laugh a lot at your your podcast but jesus give, give him a couple of beers and just let him go it's just it's just gold it's so funny um i've got some i mean you can probably guess the quotes that i've probably that i've written down <laughs> But oh my word, he's he's had me in some of the. I, I don't think I've laughed, you yeah. know, with tears coming out my eyes so much since I was like at school, you know, and yeah. it's, it's just so funny. He
2: is. He's like such a. The thing with Justin as well, and I always have to check, I check him with you and Justin, I've done in the past where I'm like, I, I warm to Justin so much that I immediately start ripping him a new one. And, and I don't really do that with people. I don't like um, taking the piss out of people. I don't. I'm not friendly with beforehand, or I'm not friends with. I just I don't I don't know. I don't like it myself. I don't like it when people are like that with me. And um, but with Justin, I can't help but just rip the shit out of him. And he's got nothing to. There's nothing ill will about it. It's because he's mm. got broad shoulders. He's he's in the, up for it himself, taking the piss out of himself. And he's just such a funny guy. He's such a caring, loving guy and thoughtful guy as well.
1: Justin, like
2: all that. The fact that, that, that,
1: that you've let's just clarify because. The fact you said he had broad shoulders, when he hears this, that he will it's... think that he thinks that he's got big upper body. So just <laughs> clarify that, that that's like a metaphor. That's not you actually no, no. saying he's well stacked. No, no, because...
2: he is, he's is well stacked, but he's, he suffers from small man syndrome. You know, <laughs> um, I've looked at his, in, in in between his legs. There's nothing there either. So that's why he's probably built himself up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's fucking incredible, Kev. Have you... Um, it's so funny, and he's so witty. Like the sh- Yeah, the it's shit
3: just how quick that, he is. Yeah, it's how sh- quick he is, and, and and some of the stuff he just comes out with off, you know, off the cuff. It's just.
2: It's abstract humor as well. Like he, yeah, he can yeah, go it's... to the most bizarre thing. Have you got any quotes? Have oh, my got? will,
3: have, mate, I've got, yeah. So, again, some of these are from memory, so I can't remember who he was talking about, but I think he described Tina Turner as they'd done a. Um, a DNA test on her and she was 80% vagina. (laughs) (laughs) That was during during a drunk cast. when he (laughs) uh, I'm sure uh, Charles was there as well on that one. Um, Pat Butcher (laughs) obviously
2: you
3: can take your dog for a walk in that. (laughs) That's that's up there for me. Madonna, Madonna's, (laughs) uh, he said Madonna's, when she comes out the water, she she crests the water like a mallard or something like that, do you remember that? (laughs) Oh my God. Um,
2: Where's Tongi is one of my favourites. That's one of my,
3: where's Tongi, I I used to work up in Northampton um, and I have to drive every, I drove every day from Watford, that's an hour drive, so the M1. I'm not joking, I had to pull the car over because I, I couldn't see my, the tears coming down my eye. Uh, it's just so funny. Like, he said he set that reminder on his phone <laughs> to, like, remind him to do a Where's Wally book, Where's Tongi? And it's on the dashboard, and his missus saw it, She flashed up, Where's Tongi? <laughs> it's so good. And that episode, she, she's, um, his missus is on that episode, and yeah. she's sort of been all serious about it, because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a sad it's story, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, mum yeah. had to give him up or whatever
2: yeah
3: and none of you even even your wife Stu that you none of you can keep it together because it's yeah what it's so was so funny. weird
1: was I would know obviously I've known them for so long I'd never heard any of this so like hearing it yeah. and what you get is you get the fact that he loves pushing the boundaries <laughs> of what he can get away with she secretly thinks he's funny, but makes him feel uncomfortable and likes telling him off. And it's yeah. seeing that dynamic yeah. unfold yeah. and then him actually realizing I might have overstepped the mark here. Yeah. But we're too busy laying on the floor laughing. That yeah. was the, probably the most we would laughed in the podcast. If, if,
2: yeah, exactly. Absolutely. If something's yeah. gonna be offensive, it's gotta be really fucking funny and well timed. And I think uh, yeah. I think he, he managed it with where's tonguey. Where's yeah. tongue?
3: Um, um do you remember Risk of Fart? risk of fart. i can like, I, I remember the same but i genuinely can't you are talking guess. about like g- ideas for game shows <laughs> you're like oh, you're at risk risk uh, risk of thought <laughs> like, and then the more you think about what that game show would entail the funnier it gets <laughs> um and then the, my other is probably my top mm. spot is <laughs> you were talking about women who make love and all you, you women you'd like to make love to and um Grace Jones come up, and he was like, "If I ever got the opportunity to make love to Grace Jones, I'd have to snuff her out with chloroform, put on the extended edition of Cool Runnings, and do her up the asshole." Like, where has that come from? <laughs> 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 He's gone. She's gone. Oh, I
1: forgot all about that.
3: Oh my god. that's that's my go-to episode if i need a laugh i just but it's like a three-parter and it just descends into absolute anarchy
1: um miles was so angry
3: oh i'm not (laughs) i think (laughs) Um, they're trying to promote his his company (laughs) and you've got justin (laughs) renaming all the beers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> in what you should have, what 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 salad you should have with them or something. <laughs> what you should eat with them.
2: Oh, well, he's mixing all the beers together. Mixing which them all was together. Much to Charles's oh, disdain. Um, oh, so
3: good. Yeah, yeah, so but good. yeah, just he's he's. I, I don't know. He's just I, I just can't get bored of him. He's. I <laughs> yeah. just think he's hilarious. I can imagine. Is, is he? What's he like on this night out, Steve? He's oh, that's incredible.
1: Uh, the last time I had a night out was in the breaks between lockdown with him. Um I left because it was getting too out of hand. Then I got sent a video from someone that just showed him just dancing from table to table and then uh kissing Luke Van Boom very, very passionately on the mouth, much to Luke's uh surprise. <laughs> uh,
2: chagrin, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean he, he yeah, I mean We've had a lot of nights out with him, haven't we? And and it's never a dull affair.
2: No,
1: no. So only... it is. he's
2: definitely yeah. always like on that boundary of he's funny, and oh, I don't want to be around because I think he's pushed it too far.
3: Could, but... could kick off, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> even I think um one of the live shows I think as well I listened to he, he was on with um Rich Wilson. Oh, yeah. Even Rich Wilson was like, you know, he's a professional comedian. He's like, you should, you know, you should be on the stage, mate. It's just just razor sharp he's, um, he's yeah. obviously a smart you know he's obviously a smart guy very smart guy and um, yeah mm. he's just got that crazy sense of humour
1: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and if you imagine some of them things that you've just quoted managed to make it onto the podcast through the skin of their teeth can you imagine what's on that um
3: Mate, that's what I'm drunk
1: cast that never made the cut
3: what is
2: on there it's not just um, that there, there is more there's more just that drunk cast which is three episodes that we couldn't put out um, there's another one of our drunk cast where the last episode we were like, we just can't put that out. To be fair though, Justin's got this sweet spot of between about three and six pints. And then I think once he's passed that and he's necking shots, it just devolves into just like insanity. Like it's, it's, it's,
1: you just can't put it out because you can't make sense of it. You um, can't make sense of it. What you get is every time you're trying to say something, you'll go, right, sharp, 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 sharp. So, sharp, uh, Oh I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> time and time again.
3: <laughs> really? I think that um that like uh, that episode you've not been able to put out. I think like if, if you guys ever decide to sort of call it a day, that should be just the very last thing you put out. Yeah, because it doesn't <laughs> just matter, does it? Delete your account.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> just your I hands think of it, it. <laughs>
2: says we can have it for Patreon. I'm sure he said he's got it. We can have it for yeah. Patreon if we want it. Maybe it maybe it a disclaimer. some disclaimer. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, a heavy, heavy disclaimer. I mean, there's stuff even on there. Like, I'd only decided dating my girlfriend and the fucking thing's <laughs> just insane there. It's just like, my girlfriend's going to dump me here. Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: you were spangled as well, though.
2: Not, there's not even, I mean, I might have been doing my usual things, but like not on the same level as him. Was that he the was one who was doing
1: the karaoke thing?
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing karaoke. It was something Pip wanted to try out, and then you couldn't put it out. It was just so.
1: Yeah, one of my relatives died uh, in the middle of that, and I had to leave.
2: Yeah.
1: And then yeah. I just then got sent a photo of, uh, was he asleep in the garden? No, he was asleep on the you know, on the table,
2: head face down.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yes. uh, that 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 looked like carnage. But, I mean, what's interesting is Pip has said that he really wants to do an episode with Just, but, but not on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you may well get a top five uh, with 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 Pip and Just, but uh, yeah, <laughs> whether or not he'll even let it go out on the network, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we will to do a rogue episode. But uh, yeah, but uh, well. Kev, uh, that was really good. Yeah, that was a proper laugh. laugh getting to yeah, uh, reminisce, on, yeah, and,
3: uh,
1: and 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 thanks for for listening and, and listening quite attentively uh, and and remembering stuff that well I forgot. I don't know obviously Chris <laughs> uh, forgot probably. Uh, <laughs> as I months, was yeah, a... yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I've got my notes now. Exactly, mate. Uh, exactly, um, and also thanks ever so much for, for you know continuing to support yeah. us on the Patreon as well. That's much appreciated. Yeah, no problem. No pubs. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next time, right?
2: Yeah, of course we'll be back next time, mate. Yeah, we've been doing it for three years. I don't think anyone's thinking we're going to cancel it after Kev's episode. That was it. That was that. We, <laughs> yeah. we peaked when
1: Kev told us what was good about our own show. Absolutely absolutely all right well uh, um thanks again kev uh thanks to you lot for listening uh and we will see you next monday in the meantime if you want some more and you want to hear some drunk casts or watch some drunk cast that we've just touched upon um then uh, we, with uh, uh, rich wilson as well and, and jade adams and yeah and, as mentioned as well brett and, and Ramesh, they're they're all over uh on patreon www.patreon.com forward slash Hardcore listing. We out, right? Peace. It's a drunken soirée that we're in. Chris and Joe present Hardcore Listing, the podcast.